Hi there, I'm Lori Hellman, mom to Skylar, my incredible adult son with severe nonverbal autism. My goal when creating the Living the Sky Life podcast five years ago was that the content of each episode brings hope, connection, and some valuable takeaways to each listener. In sharing the many relatable caregiver stories and experiences, I sincerely hope that you never feel like you have to travel your parenting journey alone. If you haven't already, please connect with me through my Facebook page, Welcome to My Life, Skylar's World, or Instagram, Welcome to My Life underscore Lori Hellman. And let's keep the conversation going after each episode airs. If you are enjoying the podcast and are listening on Apple iTunes or Audible, please leave a rating and a written review and share Living the Sky Life with others. Thanks again for tuning in and subscribing to season five of Living the Sky Life. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of Living the Sky Life. Today's guest on my sibling series is Natalie Cray. Natalie is in the eighth grade and loves the theater. She has been in several performances at her school and in local community theater. She loves animals, especially her cat, Willie, and dog, Yogi. Natalie attends numerous Special Olympics events to support her little brother, Quinn, who has autism. Natalie is kind, loving, and loyal. She is a fierce protector of her brother. So please enjoy my episode with Natalie Cray. This episode is brought to you by Mia Via Toys, a brand dedicated to creating toys and learning aids for kids with autism and other developmental challenges. My son Skylar has almost every toy from Mia Via, and a few of our favorites are definitely the sensory-weighted plush octopus named Quigley and the plush elephant named Ellie. Heck, my daughter even took the mini Quigley to college. One of the coolest new offerings is the Line and Learn Cars set, which includes 20 cars and a fold-up parking lot. To check out all the incredible products, visit Mia Via Toys, that's M-E-A-V-I-A-T-O-Y-S dot com, and use promo code SKYLIFE15 to receive 15% off your first order. So welcome back to another episode of Living the Sky Life. Um, I am doing another episode under my sibling series that you guys have asked for and everyone is excited about. Uh, my guest today is Natalie Cray. And I met Natalie and her family actually um, at Skylar's Autism Center, um, the other location where he started. And I got to meet um Natalie and her mom and her brother. And so they live here in town close to me. And it's been a glowing friendship with her mom ever since. I love this family. So I was really honored when Natalie um, said that she wanted to be on the podcast to talk all things siblings. So um, again, welcome. And um, can you start by telling the listeners a little bit about yourself, like what grade you're in and what sports or theater or things that you're interested in? Um, of course. Uh, I'm in the eighth grade. I do a lot of musical theater. I like to do the plays at my school. I'm currently in Beauty and the Beast right now. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Are there any sports that you play or did you used to play sports? I can't remember. I, I used to play sports um, mm-hmm. a long time ago. I, I don't anymore. I mostly focus on theater. Yeah. And that takes up a lot of time, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Now, remind me how old your brother Quinn is. Um, He's 11. He's 11. Okay, that's right. I knew he was younger than you. I just couldn't remember how much younger. So obviously you're the older sister and Quinn is your only sibling. So can you talk a little bit about what your relationship with Quinn 
has been like from, you know, when he entered the family as a little baby and a toddler and like, were you able to play together? And, and what does it look like now? Well, whenever he was younger and like, I'm, I was just observing this, like as a little kid and I just figured this, like that it was just, oh, he's a toddler right now, or he's a baby. Like, this is, you know, a normal thing. It's, it's like, this is probably how I acted as a kid. I'll, it'll <laughs> probably kind of eventually, you know, he'll probably become a lot more calmer as he like, you know, gets older and you know, all that. Um, I wasn't, I mean, I would try to like engage with him. It would be kind of hard and that would kind of get me frustrated with him. And now it's mostly like, we, we have a, we're, I'm able to engage with him now. Mm-hmm. I just have, it. Just, I mean, and I I still have to like say things over and over again sometimes. But now he's gotten to the point where he's able to like immediately start to like listen and all that. Which, yeah. Has his communication evolved? Did he not used to be able to communicate verbally much, or has he always pretty much been able to talk back with you? I mean. I'm trying to remember because he's able to talk uh, like, um, you know, he's able he probably to talk like, a lot now. <laughs> oh, he, oh, he talk, oh, yes. He talks a lot now. He, whatever <laughs> is on his mind, he, he communicates. Um, but I remember he wasn't as like talkative whenever he was younger. Mm-hmm. And I feel like now it's kind of been, it, he's kind of, is he like making up for lost time? Has he, I mean, he has an opinion about oh, it. Yeah, like he has his opinion. And if he doesn't want to do something, he'll, he'll let you know. If he wants to do something, he'll make sure you know. I just wonder if, um, since Skylar's never spoken um, in your relationship with Quinn, I just wonder if he relied on you a little bit too. Like if, if you guys had your own communication language between the two of you as siblings, and if he wanted something or didn't want something, if you were able to tell your parents like, hey, he, what this is what he wants to do, or this is what he wants to eat or whatever it is. Did you guys have any of that little sibling connection um, going on? Um, I mean, like, so he now goes to my school. He, um, mm-hmm. we're both, he's, he's in sixth grade. I'm in eighth grade. So I'm able to see him sometimes. And so sometimes if I see him in the morning, like sometimes if things are loud, if he's like kind of covering his ears or something like that, I'm able to communicate and be like, hey, it's okay, buddy. Like go back to your classroom. It's pretty bad. Aw. I love that you guys are there together. I don't know if he does. Oh, I. You don't think he does? does. (laughs) Is he uh, mainstreamed into all the same classes that you had back when you were in sixth grade or is he part, partly in that? and partly in his own room well, so from what I've heard he's partly he's he he's in the like special needs area they have there and then sometimes he'll be like going to a regular math class or something like that because I've heard like different teachers names before I just I don't think like when it comes to like science and social studies I don't know if he like goes to the same classes like every like all the other kids but I know that math mm-hmm. and I think ELA he like goes to the same classes it's like all good that's cool do you guys talk about school are you able since you go to the same school are you able to just talk about things going on at school um, with each other kind of so at our school we have like teams so it's like two different teams and he's on the opposite team that I was on so I'm not able to really bond with him teacher wise because I didn't know any of those teachers I didn't have any of those teachers I have, gotcha. I have been able to like 
talk to my friends, like ask my friends some of these questions, be like, hey, like my brother says, oh, like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, what was your relationship with this teacher? And they're like, oh, I had this relationship with this teacher. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So I'm kind of able to get mm-hmm. that idea mentally of like what, yeah, what it's like for him at school. Do you know if there are, does he have friends at school or are there people that you kind of have keeping an eye out for him since you're not on the same team? Um, My friend, Parker, he, um, he, he's known Quinn for about, I think he met him because uh, he, he does the shows with me. Um, He met Quinn, I think at my first, at our first show in sixth, in sixth grade. And mm-hmm. ever since then, like, if he sees him in the hallway, he'll say hi. And Aww. Quinn, Quinn loves him. Like, he'll be like, that's Parker. I know Parker. Friends-wise, I don't know. He, I know he has, a, he has a couple of friends that I know of um, at his school. Uh, I don't, I don't get to, like, hear about that a lot sometimes. Because usually it's, uh, he's got his headphones on, on his, like, he's on his iPad. Uh, the other day, for instance, um, I saw him in the hallway and I like was in a classroom and I was talking to my friend and I said, Hey, I can't see him from here. Could you just make sure that he's like, okay. Cause I did, I was like one wondering if, if like he had like wandered off or something and she was like, Oh, he looks fine. And I was like, okay, thank you. Thank you. Mm, you're such a good sister. <laughs> I love that. My kids were never able to be in school together. So I never really knew what that was like for a lot of families that have kids at the same school. Um, so what is a typical, um, I guess like more of a weekend since you're probably busy with rehearsals and things and you're not as ho- home as often, but what does a typical weekend look like in your house for your family? Are you guys all engaged together or does your parents have to divide and conquer and like do stuff with Quinn and then the other does stuff with you or what does that look like? Um, well, actually, I do get rehearsals on the weekend. I do have a sometimes on the, <laughs> on the weekend. I do have a rehearsal, like a rehearsal on Saturday sometimes. But usually, like on a regular basis, um, a weekend. It depends on what we're doing, like what's on the agenda for us to do. I would say that like there can be times where I feel like you know, oh, you know, like like they're keeping an eye on Quinn a little bit more. And they, and like, they, they know that I'm not going to like do anything or like go somewhere like where I'm like not supposed to. So like, I'm able to like, to kind of just be there and they're comfortable with that. They're like, you know, like good. <laughs> we trust you. You're trustworthy. Can you guys go as a family to places? Is this Quinn like going to restaurants um, or just to, to movies or can you go as a family to things or does he kind of have his limit with social settings and noise and all of that well he loves trains if something doesn't yes. have to, oh yes like he loves trains there's there's trains everywhere in our house but if it I feel like it particularly like if it's something to do with a train or like something like in his interests he'll want to do it more whenever right. it's like if we're going to see a movie that I know that he's probably not going to want to go see he's probably not that interested and he'll he'll probably be like I don't want to go see this I don't want to do this and like with restaurants he's he's pretty he's like a I mean it depends on food but if it if it's like he's able to get a burger or chicken tenders he's fine he's good yeah 
his main staple, I guess your parents probably pick restaurants based on the menu options so that they know he can eat something, right? That's what we do. (laughs) Most of the time, yes. But then sometimes we get to like do stuff that I know that he'll sometimes be like, oh, I don't want this. Yeah. But at least hopefully he's a good sport and he just, you know, will at least go and not make it miserable for you guys. He'll, he'll just kind of deal, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's good, at least. Um, so can you, you know, one of the things I get asked all the time um, is if my daughter, if she, now that she's in college and she's older, if she has kind of said to me and, and talked to me about what it was like growing up in this house um, with her brother and and we know that you guys have to make a lot of sacrifices. Sometimes we can't go to places when we want to, because it's just not a good day for, for your brother or Kendall's brother. Um, so if you could just kind of describe, um, and it doesn't have to be bad, but just like what your experience has been growing up with a sibling and your only sibling, not being able to be exactly like the rest of his peers and have a relationship with you that's similar to a lot of your friends probably and their brothers and sisters well growing up like if I would like watch tv and I would see like the typical sibling life I always like how I said I thought Quinn would like kind of age out of like because I just felt like oh you know typical toddler acting like this and then whenever I felt like once we found out like he had autism I think a lot of that like it it took me a while to kind of understand what it was and then like my parents kind of explained to me a lot of it because I remember I don't know I just felt like it was going to like you know like little oh you know like he's two years old so you know like that's kind of normal right now Mm -hmm. and then after kind of like discovering that a a lot of things changed because it he went on a gluten-free diet and we all went on it like in the house hold and, mm-hmm. like a lot of it was disgusting I remember like every night at dinner time me just like not wanting to eat dinner because mm-hmm. it was just different and I had never had this before and it was just weird to me and I just thought you know like why, why do I have to do this yeah why, why why do I have to do this like I would I would kind of remember he would like as he would kind of age he would just like kind of start to like sometimes he would like cover his ears at places and I just like I didn't understand it like if we were just like Mm -hmm. in a grocery store or something I would just be wondering why is he covering his ears and like now that I think about it it just makes me kind of wonder what how like he hears that kind of stuff and all that Mm -hmm. how it how is all that processed and all that like how does all that go through his mind yeah. mm-hmm. have you ever do you feel like you could have that conversation just you know like short questions or whatever with Quinn and say you know what when you're ear, when you cover your ears or wear your headphones what do you hear if you don't like is it is it really really loud or d- just to see if he can kind of explain to you what he's feeling or d- does he do you think he would do that or have you done that with him I've, I've never personally asked him that Mm-hmm. I mean, I want to one day, but you're so much like my daughter and, um, she never really, she never, ever complains. Even now she never complained about her brother, but she spent a lot of time in her room by herself. She likes to read. She, um, it was just easier for her to escape 
if he was having a meltdown or if he was, you know, just if we had to feed, we always have to feed him. And if, if we're doing things with him and our normal routine things, she would just go to her room, stay in her room until he went to bed. And then she'd come out and then we'd have family dinner, the three of us, and we'd watch TV together and do our things. She just found it easier to just be removed and not be in the midst of all of it because he pulled her hair too when she was little. Um, and he just would kind of, you know, she wasn't off limits. We all got smacked or had our hair pulled or whatever. And I hope she doesn't resent him. So I always just want to know if, if you guys can even articulate that in, in eighth grade, you might not be able to explain really how you feel, but just what it feels like to not have a sibling that you can, you know, relate to, or that you guys can just, I don't know, like I keep saying like traditional sibling relationships and tease each other and play and like, just, I don't know, you know, that kind of thing. I just wondered if you ever wish that you had that. It's nothing against your brother. I just would love to know your true feelings. And if you, if you, it makes you sad or anything. It, it makes me sad to think that, you know, there's like things that it, you know, like, I just, cause it brings me back to like the question, what it, what, like, how does he interpret all these things? Mm-hmm. like differently than us and it just makes me think like what if this is like you know like this is like torturing him or something like that and it, yeah it breaks my heart to think about it sure because it's like you know and at our school especially our school can get kind of like rowdy and and he has headphones and he'll like wear his headphones so I think I think now it seems it seems a lot more he, he's getting used to it because he went to an elementary school where after that, all the kids, all of his friends that he had known for years went to the opposite school. So he like, this oh, was, okay. and I had, and, and that was, that was a part that that's like something I had to deal with too, because I had moved to that same school and I had already lost a lot of friends. Like I, it was just a better decision for me. Like and me and my mom and my dad decided of like to just like change, change it up. And since Quinn mm-hmm. going to that same, to like that other school, they decided to just move me over there but it was for just half of my fifth grade year and I was so happy and then I found out none of them would like come to the same school as me so I kind of had to start over again mm-hmm. and I feel like that's something he had to do too so that's something that I feel like can be a bit of a typical sibling thing like you know oh you had to go through this well this is what I went through and this is how I dealt with it mm-hmm. the only difference with it is it's just harder to like just sit down with him and talk about it without right him. yeah like without yeah. him like not wanting to listen or anything like that and at school like sometimes if people see him I have to like sometimes I'll go up to him and like give him a hug and be like hi buddy and I'll see people looking at me and like hmm? like you know like what is this like and at first they like are thinking like like they don't like get in their mind that I'm a sister and then sometimes I have to be like oh yeah like that's my brother oh I love that you acknowledge him at school so that's sweet he I know you're his protector me. he doesn't acknowledge <laughs> me at school he probably is more embarrassed by you like seriously you're the you're flow. ruining my flow here <laughs> you're embarrassing me stop <laughs> what are what is one of the things you love most about Quinn I mean, I love his smile. I've told your mom that from the day I met that kid. He is the cutest. He has the best infectious smile and he's so sweet. What do you love about him and um, appreciate about him? Uh, His confidence, definitely, because 
he's able like if there's a a baby that is cute he thinks or he thinks is cute he's able to walk up to those parents like just random strangers and say i think your baby's cute <laughs> i love that baby and it freaks the parents out and it freaks me out and i'm like oh buddy oh my god like dude. i love it it <laughs> fix his mind and like if if there's something he does not like he's like i don't like that no and like sometimes if he's like talking to me and I'm he's like oh say this I'm like no I don't want to say this and he's like why and I'm like I just don't want to I don't I don't want to say that and he's like but you do and I'm like no I don't <laughs> yes you do and I'm like no I don't <laughs> sometimes they don't have a filter so that can be good <laughs> and bad <laughs> it, it really can but honestly at the end of the, the day it just leaves me like with a smile on my face thinking you know he has the confidence he will not give up until all of that is like perfect for him all that is good for him he, he will not give up oh I think a lot of that comes from your family you know just having a family that's supportive I'm sure he feels it and you guys are all so close to each other that um I'm sure his confidence developed because of that too just because of how much you guys all take care of each other so kind of on that note um I know that your parents are amazing people is there anything that you um, would want your mom and dad to know about their parenting of you and your brother and just, you know, how amazing they are? Cause I already think they are, but like in your own words, like um, what have they done well? Cause I think that's the other thing that, that parents like your mom and dad and, and me, like we worry because we just don't want our daughters in this case to feel slighted in any way because of how much attention sometimes Quinn and Skylar take from us. And so we just don't want to let you down. And so is there anything that you would love for your parents to know about how you feel about them and the job they're doing? <laughs> well, I think a lot of it, it's, they do an amazing job. They really do. And like, whenever I was little, like I've said, like, I didn't understand it. And I just thought that because Quinn was the little one, like, because when he was born, like, he was the baby, and a lot of that attention got, like, swept to him, mm -hmm. and a lot of that was, like, taken from me, and, you know, like, I would think of it and be, like, did I do something wrong, and then, but, like, you know, once I kind of realized that they're just, they're trying, they're trying their hardest to help him, and then, like, be with me, it, it, it really makes me appreciate them a lot more, because, and every, and every parent, like, every parent has to go through a lot of things, but with them especially, I, it, it really, like, makes me think, like, wow, y'all are able to, like, keep your cool, like, you're able to, like, calm, you know, like, hang out with Quinn, like, calm him down sometimes, and then you're able to just, like, hear about, like, my day, if my day's been horrible, and, like, you can just hear me rant all day about it, and, you know, you guys are there for me, and you're, you know, like, you making dinner and you're like doing all this and you know and you know I, I mean I and I it really makes me think that like if if one day I have a child like Quinn I will know that I have a lot of I, I know that I can just go to my parents and they'll just they'll have a lot of information and a lot of like different like tips and stuff like to help me mm -hmm. and they'll be there to help and you know, it just, you know, it makes me very 
very grateful for the amazing family I have. Aww. Well, and I'm sure that you, whether you know it now or you figure it out and learn it later, you've probably learned so many tools to be a parent one day also, um, because the amount of maturity and empathy and um, strength, resilience, all of those things that you are gathering as an autism sibling and in a family like yours, you're going to use that someday when you're a mom, whether your child has special needs or not, those are all skills that you are going to have. And you're going to probably look back and go, gosh, what would my mom or dad have done? And, you know, you're going to be more equipped, I think, <laughs> to be a mom with that experience, don't you think? Mm-hmm. And it, and it really, because, because of me being able to like learn like of autism from such, such a young age, it makes me it makes me feel a lot more like aware because he's um in special olympics and so like when we go i'm able to kind of like i know what's going on and i know like what to do what not to do quinn is a very smart amazing kid you know even though i don't i'm not able to like understand what's going on in his mind mm-hmm. or like what's going on around him i know that he's 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 able to like be so confident and to be so happy and you know like it's just always he's very like determined with certain things like he has a train set in his room that he has like wrapped around his room and so anytime I like I I can just open the door and he's like watch out watch (laughs) out because it's like right by the door watch out do not step on that whoa 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 whoa. lower your foot that's his prized possession, I guess. <laughs> oh yes, it really is. Like that, all of his trains, he loves every single one of them. If mom even touches one or discusses give, getting rid of any of them, no, they're mine. Oh, well, everyone has to have their thing, <laughs> their hobby, or their whatever. <laughs> is there a favorite subject that you have in school, or that Quinn has? You said he likes math a lot or, or is, is strong in math. Is there something that you really love about school too, or nah? <laughs> um, well, I personally really like, we have a theater class and I really like theater with him. I really don't know his favorite subject right now. I feel like, and for him being on the spectrum, I think he's pretty good at math because mm-hmm. I look back at this and I'm like, wow, like I was re- really struggling with this and like, you know, and, and now he's dealing with it. And, you know, and my parents still have to help him out. Yeah, but I also needed help. And so it's like, you know, you're, you're doing, you know, he's do, he's, he does really well, I think. And I know, and I bet sometimes it can get overwhelming for him. And I hope that he knows that even though I'm not going to be there next year, because I'll be in high school, mm-hmm. I hope he knows that he's still able to talk to me about these things, because I'm going to know a lot of this stuff. And I'll know exactly what's going on, even though maybe he may not be able to talk like be able to ask me about this stuff I'm I know that if he ever you know like if he ever needs just somebody to just explain uh, explain it I know I'll be there to help him and that's not just for school like one day if he ever needs me I'll just be there for him because I know that that he's you know he does an amazing job he's an amazing kid and I know that like there I would I would do anything 
to make sure that he's okay. Aww, he's so blessed to have you as his big sister paving the way for him. I'm sure you, you already do this, but you know, make sure you tell him, tell him all the time. Like you can ask me anything. I'm always here for you, buddy. You know, like anytime you want to talk to me about anything at all, you come and tell me and he'll, he'll get it. You know, if, like first day of school, I was like, if any of the kids mess with you, <laughs> you, tell me, you tell me immediately and I'll take care of it. Don't worry. You know, you, you just let me know. You don't have to let a teacher know. You you tell me. You can tell a teacher if you'd like, but, you know, you can you can tell me, too. So, like, he's confident enough. If anybody messes with you, he'll come after them, too. <laughs> and there's been a couple of times, like, so we have a breakfast line at school, and so he accidentally, like, kind of cut a kid. And I, and I just saw these two kids, like, looking at each other, and I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I gave him a hug. I was like, hi, buddy. And I looked up at them, and I was like, <laughs> back off. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Be nice. <laughs> like, oh, I'll see you at home. I love you. Hmm. Oh my gosh, you guys are the cutest. Um. Well, I guess in wrapping up, Natalie, is there one thing? I mean, you've already mentioned that you know Quinn is really smart, and that there are so many things about him that you just love. Is there anything you would want people to know? I mean, I know your brother is a unique individual and it's one experience, but that you would want people to understand about, uh, people on the spectrum, you know, they're underestimated so much. So if there's one thing that maybe you thought about, um, autism that has changed your mind completely by, um, being around Quinn, what would that be? Well, you have to have, you have to have patience (laughs) and, not one not one person on the spectrum is ever the mm-hmm. same every single person that is special needs or has like something like that everybody is different there is even and I was like explaining this to my mom last night and I said mom I feel like with Quinn even if there was a if Quinn had a twin brother which I'm I'm, I'm I, he's he's perfect just You're like thank god for that thank the lord we don't have a sibling <laughs> but if 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 he did, and that sibling did have like special needs like him, he that that sibling would not have the same experience. Mm-hmm. Like it would the same like it would not be the same as Quinn. And and it you know and it took me a while to like learn this because at first I thought oh everyone is like the same, but then I like through like you know meeting like other people like Quinn, I've I've been able to like understand that we're all different. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't just go for somebody on the spectrum. That goes for everybody. And I feel like people can take that for granted. But really, it everybody's different. And I, whenever I think of, like, just all that, it just, you know, it just, yeah, it just makes me happy to know that Quinn is, is unique and he's happy the way he mm-hmm. is and so unique and so special and amazing and I love him so much. Oh, I love that you love him so much and that you he, just talking about him it's uh, people can't see you because they're listening but um just your face lights up you just smile every time you you know mention him and um it just makes me so proud as a mom in general um uh, just to see how much you know closeness and and love and support that you two have for each other. And I, I hope that people listening, that their kids have similar bonds. I wish I could talk to every sibling across the country, but unfortunately I can't, but I, I would imagine a lot of the stories are, are very similar. I would hope that they are. Um, 
And I, I think it's, it's siblings like you who go out into the world at your age now and as an adult and change the world and, and encourage people to include kids like Quinn and to make sure that people aren't um, judged just because they're wearing headphones or something that, you know, that there's so much more to a person than the outward appearance or their behaviors or whatever it is that's going on. So, um, you know, I just, I, I hope I have big plans and big hopes for the future for all of the siblings who help educate the rest of the world about how amazing and special our autistic loved ones are. Well, thank you so very much for taking the time out of your busy school and rehearsal schedule to talk to me. <laughs> I really appreciate it. And um, yeah, if, if you ever want to be back on and, and share an update when you're in high school, be my guest. <laughs> I would love it. I would, I would definitely love that. And I want to say thank you for um, inviting me to come on today. And I hope that this can help people or I hope you enjoyed this episode of Living the Sky Life and will tune in for the next episode coming soon. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the Living the Sky Life podcast within Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play so you'll receive alerts when new episodes are released. Subscribing is the best way to ensure you don't miss a single episode. If you like what you hear, be sure to select the five-star rating, provide feedback, and share Living the Sky Life with others. Thanks again for listening.